Worry? Yeah. It's a second round here. I'm gonna explain to everyone a little bit what kind of happened. So, it was a bit of a software fun malfunction on my part. Um, you see, I use this little mixing console called Mix. That's mixed with three X's, and it's DJing software. But the cool thing about it is you can patch different sound sources into this software, and you're able to pick up my voice, Lyra's voice, Kai's voice, absolutely cleanly, and you're able to control those channels. <laughs> but the problem was, I did an oopsie whoopsie, and I configured some of the settings in my mixing console uh, because we were having a, some issues. Well, uh, they turned out to be connection issues, but I thought they were more towards my end. So the problem with the previous recording was that uh, Lyra sounds perfectly fine, but I sound absolutely scuffed. So when I ran a plugin that oh, was maybe used that's to clean... Oh, it was my signal. So what happened was when I ran a plugin to clear up all the noise, it clear it took my voice as the source of all the noise and got rid of it entirely, leaving your beautiful voice all alone, which is a little bit awkward. <laughs> but I, th but the thing, but you know, it's a podcast nonetheless because you are talking and everyone enjoys listening to your lovely voice, that lovely uh, air stewardess voice and that lovely tour guide voice. Oh my god! It's so it's yeah. different. The voice is different, though. <laughs> oh, it's it, yeah, it's it's different. It's very, but it's very much the same. So I think we're gonna get started now. All right, guys, welcome to another okay. episode of Out of Mora. This is the Wangsheng Funeral Parlors in-house podcast. My name is DC, and I am the host of this podcast. With me tonight is my co-host, Kai. Please welcome him, everybody. Welcome, welcome, everyone. Glad to be on an episode, another episode of Altamore with you guys. I hope you enjoy this rerun episode with our guest, Lai. Thank you all for, for coming through. Yeah. That's right. We have a great show for you tonight. We have a rerun back by popular demand. Please welcome our previous guest, Miss Lyra, how are you doing? Hi, hello, good evening, good afternoon, and good morning to all. <laughs> I'm fine and just got home a while ago because I went out with my fam. Um, because we finally watched Spider-Man No Way Home, finally, <laughs> for the lack of all time. <laughs> it was very oh awesome my God. so cool. Mm -hmm. No way. Yeah, Spider-Man yes. No Way Home without giving away much, mm -hmm. is probably my favorite live-action Spider-Man movie. Yeah, definitely it is. <laughs> and if you haven't watched it yet, I don't know what you're doing. You better yeah, go and really watch nice. it. Absolutely. <laughs> so, have you watched the old Spider-Man movies before? Of course. As a childhood cartoon as with my brother yes we really watch um spider-man a lot he it's his favorite uh, marvel hero when he was still a kid and he has a lot of toys when he was young a lot and more collectibles of it and like he if one time when he mentioned green goblin and then it's kind of childish talking the childish um um dialect when he when he mentioned green goblin but his more favorite 
he's more um fanatic of Spider-Man a lot. Awesome, awesome. So he's watched uh all three generations of Spider-Man. Yeah, definitely. Of course. <laughs> Very fun. So Spider-Man through all three of the Marvel Cinematic Universe has three iterations. Tobey Maguire, mm-hmm. um, Tom Holland, and Andrew Garfield. Do you have a favorite Spider-Man? Or, should, or maybe I should rephrase, who's the oh. hottest Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> um, For me, it would be... Overall, it's really um Tobey Maguire, actually. Like... um. <laughs> Because we grew up when we were still kids watching the three movies of Spider-Man. That's really cool. Very, very cool a lot. (laughs) Yeah, Gen fan, totally, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Curious, what about about you, DC? (laughs) Yeah. Ooh, me. The hottest Spider-Man, eh? Um, Well, I don't know. (laughs) Hottest slash favorites. (laughs) slash favorite <laughs> so my uh my favorite my favorite spider-man i gotta say you know I, I i gotta pay homage to the original because uh back then uh superhero movies were were at a low in a sense that you know they they were popular well they weren't really that popular but they were being made and back then with low production values and just kind of like an idea of what to do. There wasn't much to offer in regards to cinema. But having said that, I remember Spider-Man, the first movie, was really the starting mm-hmm. point of you know the true what I the truest sense of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And it was something of a of a childhood sort of dream because you know we we also used to read the comics and everything and, and the, you know having the green goblin yeah, the, the main true. baddie is like wow you yes. know there he is come <laughs> to life reimagined and all these sorts of movies followed after like you got you had iron man that came out and i remember as a kid yeah, um, yeah. i w- actually discovered on accident ironman.com uh and it was is it said coming soon and it had a preview picture of Iron Man. So whoever found it back then got to see what Iron Man uh, was going to be like in that movie. Yeah. And I think that was like 2004, maybe 2000. It was a long time ago. So it was a really, really cool age to see all your favorite Marvel characters come to life. Uh, ama- amazing, yeah, amazing <laughs> stuff. But yeah. Okay. So. So, Lyra, did you watch the the Tom Holland stuff as well, like the newer ones? Yeah. Um. What's the first one again? I forgot. Or Homecoming. No way home. I forgot. Oh yeah, Homecoming. Of course, I did watch that. And the second, what's the second one again? Far from home. Yeah, far from home. Then the third, yeah, it's the No Way Home. Yes, we also watch all the three um, Spider-Man movies, including with from Andrew Garfield as well. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Garfield as well. Yeah, that's that's quite. Th- yeah, I that's feel my like favorite Spider-Man. That's my favorite one. <laughs> really interesting. Why Andrew Garfield? That's um, I will admit that um, considering I've seen all iterations of of the Spider-Man movies. I would say he's my favorite, mostly because oh. I just really like 
Andrew Garfield as a as an actor on a whole. Mm-hmm. And even mm-hmm. though maybe the writing and some of the things in the movies that he was in weren't that great, I just felt mm-hmm. um, I felt he was really genuine as playing the role. And I don't know why, but I connected with him more personally. And then mm-hmm. I felt um well, I don't want to spoil, but you know, some of the, the, the scenes and you know, there was a really tragic thing tragic scene at the end of I believe the second one. Um The Amazing Spider-Man too. I thought, oh wow, it, it just resonated with me more rather than Toby and um Tom Holland. Even though I, I love Tom Holland to bits. Yeah. But yeah. you know. Andrew Garfield's my, my it's Spider-Man. It's actually my favorite. <laughs> Really, actually, your favorite Tom too. Holland is really my no, no, no. Um, actually, it's my sister's favorite after a lot of or from Tom Holland. He really has like him and get a crush on. Every time when he when Tom Holland is around, like a bit. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's really just really a fan of it, fan of him so much and for so long. <laughs> yeah, for sure, absolutely. But you know the yeah. the real OGs know, right? Toby Maguire's yeah. where it's at. Have you actually seen any Definitely. of other Toby Maguire's movies? Um, Great Gatsby, right? I Great think Gatsby. so. Gatsby. Yeah, yes, that's that's, sure. that's, iconic, that's iconic role that he had. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. I think that's the one that I only know Gatsby and Spider Man, not the other movies uh- of him. I see, I see. Because the the other one I watched myself was called uh, Cider House Rules with uh, Michael Caine, who was uh, Alfred, who was Batman's butler uh, during the Chris Mullen Batman movies, and uh, I quite liked that. It's it's a really really old movie. Oh yeah, I keep seeing him. Yeah. Yes. As as you mentioned, I remembered it. Yeah, yeah the super old guy. And I was like, ah, Michael Caine, that guy. <laughs> from, wait, is that from, um, is that Kingsman? Kingsman? Kingsman. <laughs> you know what? You're right in saying they all sound like that. <laughs> so, it's, you're not, you're not, you're not wrong, but <laughs> it's, uh, no, I, I don't believe he was in Michael, I don't believe Michael Caine was ever in a Kingsman. Um, but, uh, I think he was in, he he was in, uh, yeah, he, have you, there's a movie called, uh, um, uh, what what was it? Uh, Now You See Me, the the magician movie. Did you see that one? Oh, yes. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, and Now You See Me too. he's, uh, Harry Mm -hmm. Potter's dad. Uh, Oh, Daniel Radcliffe. (laughs) Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe's dad. (laughs) You like Daniel Radcliffe? Mm. You you like you're a big Harry Potter fan? Totally, yeah. <laughs> Ever seen. Which house are you? Gryffindor. Ah, <laughs> that's house. it. We are at <laughs> ten points to Gryffindor. Good answer. <laughs> yeah. You're a wizard, Lyra. Yeah, that's it's <laughs> also some. You got a favorite? You got a favorite uh, Harry Potter because a lot of them. Were are very very cool, uh, including the new ones too. Which you know the concept. You know I've I've heard mixed feelings about the newer ones because you know it's it's hard to really compare the newer ones to the older ones. But the older ones have have their sort of charm because you grew up with it. So yeah, do you have a favorite one by any chance? 
um as a as a Potterhead fan is um Order of the Phoenix oh. and Goblet of Fire. Why so why Order of the Phoenix? Um the Order of the Phoenix because I kind of like when Harry was about on that part looking for some Horcruxes and then like under, and they gather team uh, they gather a team of of his friends with Harry, Ron, Ginny, um, all of his Gryffindor friends, and then like they're going to go for that um that orb thing, and then like it's like there is something up, there's something of it talking to the Dark Lord, and then I kind of bit frustrated that my dad told me that the part when Dumbledore was about to this um destroy Dumbledore destroy um Voldemort, but I kind. And then, like Harry interrupted because he was a, he, like in the in that part he was about to defeat it and then yeah and it's really it's really kind of nice though and then and that part I really I really like when Harry was about was uh I really like the scene when Harry is, is um is uh somehow Dumbledore learning about with some spells like specialist to and um random and speleomics it's just keep repeating repeating all the time <laughs> then while on the goblet of fire um i really like that part on those goblet challenges with together with cedric Diggory and victor crumb and of course harry and what's that um cho you know it's not cho um uh the blonde girl from oh my god forgot luna <laughs> yeah floor delacour no oh floor delacour yeah that one okay yeah <laughs> yeah it's really nice it's all about like the first and the first part first one i mean it's like the first time they already saw tom riddle at all with bold <laughs> bold character because unlike from chamber of secrets he was only the first like student as um tom riddle before he became voldemort yeah yeah, did you like uh, Cedric in that? Robert Patterson. Who knew he would become a vampire afterwards? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect that. Like, If if <laughs> only like Cedric Diggory wouldn't, wouldn't be dead, and then like it would, I think, oh, it would be continuously. No, no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and then it just continued until like from the Deathly that, Hollow. So that he if he, what if like he, if he doesn't if he didn't die at all like okay like continue the love theme with on the ending of the um, part two. Mm, definitely, yeah. yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, all I was gonna say is um, well, yes, yeah, spoiler territory. But if it is that um, he survived through that cup, that try was a cup. Yeah. Um, I don't think he, he mm-hmm. would have made it in that final battle. The Deathly Hallows, mm-hmm. if I'm being completely honest, because they yeah. they, 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 they killed a lot of characters so towards true. the end. But it's, it's a good thought that um, yeah, um, true. it would have been interesting to see how he would have helped out or survived coming later to the end of the series. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, it's an age-old classic, so I'd expect... You know, some people here to either have heard of Harry Potter or maybe have watched the whole thing. Did you read it by any chance? Um, I tr- I tried to, but it's the book is kind of long. <laughs> like, yeah. Like I would just prefer watching the like, whole movie series, even though if I haven't read it, but I understand the plot from 
philosophers don't going to that Lihados. <laughs> it's kind of like like a bit um all the same movie series. <laughs> Mm, yeah, for sure. It's quite a marathon, isn't it? And I guess it's a yeah. lot easier to just marathon the movies yourself. Have you know, have yourself a nice <laughs> Harry Potter. Very true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, do you have a favorite character in in Harry Potter, or is it does it have to be Harry in your opinion? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think for me it's Harry. Then the um second <laughs> one would be um who else? Ron. Ginny. 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 Okay. Because I like the part, yeah, I kind of like the part when she cast the spell of Reducto from Order of the Phoenix. Like, wouldn't I wouldn't have thought he would? She would be like the strongest to cast that spell, <laughs> and then like all the orbs would just fall down all over the places, and then like they would they run just like that. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Abs absolutely. I mean, it's a magical thing. You ever you ever uh, been to the uh, Universal Studios attractions for uh, for Harry Potter by any chance? Oh no, <laughs> I really, really, really wanna go there. Ever since when um, the Universal was released of Harry Potter theme park, like I would really have a chance to go there. But if I had one. I would definitely gonna wear all my um Harry Potter clothes or like an inspired look as Gryffindor, and then like I would definitely gonna straight go to um Hogwarts, that Hogwarts castle and to really taste butterbeer at all. <laughs> yeah, I love it, and also to hold that wand of all time. Like I really wanna get that one as my collection for the first time. <laughs> you ever did one of those like house sorting quizzes? to see which house you're in. Did you did you get consistently Gryffindor? Yeah, I did try. Um I'm I mean the what do you mean the Pottermore website? Yeah, yeah, or actually what? the Pottermore website. Uh, you know, for those of you who don't know Pottermore was a really huge uh thing that was kind of hyped oh. for a bit. True, true. Yes, I did try. <laughs> I was great. I was I thought that on my house cup House Cup, it would be like Slytherin or Hufflepuff or Ravenclaw. But as for me, it really want as for me, it's really Gryffindor as myself. <laughs> <laughs> so did you like get it on the first try, or did like, you I have mean, to keep please trying? Be Gryffindor, please be Gryffindor. Um, I did try, but yeah, luckily Gryffindor. <laughs> hey, let's go, let's go. <laughs> yeah. And did you watch the uh, reunion yeah, by any chance? No, I haven't, because I don't have HBO Plus. <laughs> don't have oh, money. No. Oh, I man. <laughs> but, it, but I saw some okay. of the video clips that they're so nice. Yeah. yeah. Those video the clips was, look was really pretty cool. good. Yeah. True. <laughs> don't, don't worry, Lara. If anything, we could we could probably organize a small start stream, and I could put it on. If it is that I'm able to to cast it because I know some streaming apps if you share your screen uh, it kind of goes dark but ooh, ooh, ooh. I would say the reunion was, was really well done <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty Yay. sure we, we know the right spell for that mm. <laughs> Akio <laughs> yeah Akio <laughs> give me give me the damn clip <laughs> which, is, which is pretty cool so so, so I'm actually surprised that uh, you, you didn't say uh, Malfoy because that you know that was everyone's kind of he he was the bad boy yeah. of the series. <laughs> and 
for some reason like everyone likes Malfoy like, Ma- uh, everyone likes Malfoy like what the heck why do you all guys don't like Malfoy I don't like everyone likes would prefer more Slytherin like I don't know maybe because they kind of sly or clever or that's how their personality works or it's really nice on their um um Slytherin dormitories I guess <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely you know, for me, I think my f- my favorite uh, Harry Potter characters are a- are actually the Weasley twins. I think they really, really lightened up the mood, and you know, they're a part of the the whole comic sort of aspect of uh, of Harry Potter. But they, to me, they they really, really went through an adventure. You know, the ups and downs. They were a crucial part yeah. during that one uh, scene with uh, what's her what's her name the 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 strict. Uh, person from the ministry um Ooh, I mean, dolores dolores yes dolores, dolores umbridge? umbridge yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then they did the whole fireworks thing which was you know that that really i bet everyone in the villain you know breathed a sigh of relief when they uh yeah. when, when they did that whole thing and which was pretty cool um you know and but they have such an you know the lore behind those two is so interesting you know they opened up their own store yeah you know they're notorious Ooh. pranksters, and and in the mm. you know and in the oh. end, yeah, there there something happens. <laughs> I'll leave it at that, you know. <laughs> but yeah, the Weasley family really, really yeah. interesting bunch. Um, absolutely. And did you like? Did you? Did you? Okay. Also, like, did you hate? When I keep Sorry, on hearing. <laughs> I mean, um. And that part when I keep hearing Umbridge, it's just keeping, it's just getting inside my head. I will have order. I will have order. Like, why is it kind of reminding me of Umbridge saying that when instead of Chongli? Oh my God. Oh my God. Somebody dubbed that. Somebody switched the audio of Dolores. (laughs) (laughs) It's really, it's like it's really given by Chongli to Umbridge. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody needs to dub the audio uh, of yeah. uh, uh, of Umbridge over uh, Zhongli's line. That's that's hilarious. I never made that connection until now, man. But she's such a good <laughs> actress, you know. She managed to get on everybody's yeah. nerves. Uh, Everyone hated her, mm, and she, that's how mm. you know you played the part well. Hmm. And yeah, it's it, it, <laughs> it's quite a nice magical journey. So speaking of magical journeys, I wanted to get back to one of uh, the old topics that you previously talked about, which was an interest in becoming a tour guide in regards, uh, you know, in regards to um, you know wh- whichever country you'd please. And I, I believe in your case, it's uh, specifically where you are in, in the Philippines. So um, there is a is there a language? requirement or language diversity requirement in regards to this or is it something that's a bit more optional um from foreigners it would be probably it would depend on what um dialect would you speak if for example if it's chinese um you could speak uh mandarin yes if you can speak mandarin you speak the mandarin but if random tourists like example Americans, um, British. Well, definitely you you would speak English to them, but 
Yeah, I think it's just kind of depends of what dialect were, were you good on or like if you could speak Tagalog. So like you, you could and you could um um talk to them Tagalog. Like that definitely like they could understand um both English and Tagalog. So like yeah, it just depends on what um language skills you're good at. Okay, and uh, <laughs> would you call yourself like a linguist, or do you, do you have like kind of a harder time picking up languages? Um, somehow, yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, in English, yeah, I kind of have a hard hard time every time. Every time I um wanted to type something, like. I kind of have a attempt to write my words in Tagalog, but um, I just try. I just keep trying my best to just continue, just write their, write in English as long as they would, they would understand understand them. Um, <laughs> as a linguist, um, yeah, somehow, but um, it's just giving me a lot kind of a struggle in learning them. <laughs> Oh, yeah, for sure. Do you have, like, any ways that you kind of maintain yourself? Like, for example, I know this is a really, really poor way to learn a language, um, but, <laughs> you know, it, it, it'll teach you a weird version of it. But uh, one thing uh, I've, I've been hearing is that, oh, people have been watching anime or maybe uh, or maybe variety shows in Japanese to kind of learn yeah. by what they call osmosis. You know, they kind of hear the language match it to the subtitles and then they kind of gain an understanding of phrases have you have you tried that for like english or any other language um mostly in all english even and if it's um uh random languages because after all i can't understand yet a bit in Eng i can't understand yet some other dialects even though if there's some phrases or sentences that i could um understand them like most especially when it when it comes to korean since i was a since i learned korean um when's that 2017 by three months or four months i guess i can't remember um <laughs> yeah uh lucky for that like i was able to read i mean read a lot somehow hung somehow of my hangul um uh words and i got to understand them and um fun lucky is that i was able to make up i was able to practice quite somehow for me to communicate for to, to for me to communicate um from from time to time then um from japanese uh not so sure but not quite yet but maybe just simple for Phrases, um, it's really kind of hard for me, but to um, to talk to them up quite a bit. So more like I'm, j I'll, I'll just have to do. I just have to speak both uh, Japanese and English, but it's just very basically. But yeah, and in in Chinese, not that not yet that so much. <laughs> so yeah, more more. Overall, it's still part of English in that I really have to learn on. Mm, gotcha. So they say that, you know, practice makes perfect. And a lot of uh, a polygots and a lot of language learners say that the trick to learning languages is 
uh, how much you practice, you know, how much you, you, you use that muscle that you have. So do you yourself yeah, have any like language partners that you practice with by any chance for these languages? Um, you mean like if either would I, I would have a native speaker to learn or teach, I mean, to practice on? Yeah, yeah, because you know, I, I assume that you know the the interest with so many languages, you you you'd you'd probably have a, mm, a, a, okay. the ability to practice, or or the time to to mm. practice. Yeah, I do have, but um, sometimes in Discord here in WFP, uh, most especially, I really really wanted to enhance my Korean skills because I. Because you, I, 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 wait, because I, as, <laughs> because I, wait, oh my god, <laughs> because as I have said before, I wanted to really go to Korea someday and to, um, my Korean skills. So, yeah, I think I do have some friends who are also Korean or, um, who were able, to, uh, that I was able to. That I was able to talk to them and sometimes um, write them from time to time, but mostly um, I crack. I, I mostly I corrected my I corrected um, my sentence. Would it like would it be wrong or like correct? <laughs> it's kind of hard to um, it's kind of hard to know. It's kind of hard to know if it would it be it would it be not would it be correct or not. I see, gotcha, gotcha. Well, if you're ever yeah. looking to practice <laughs> your Japanese, I do know one person uh, who is quite fluent in Japanese and he's sitting right here in this call. Hi, you guys. Hi, hi. That was nice referral, DC. <laughs> Yeah, come on. Come on, monkey dance. I wonder who he's talking about. Oh, wait, it's me. <laughs> yeah, the, that's uh, that shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> You're our you uh, sure dancing you monkey for, for Japanese. It's like, come on, Kai, do say something. Say something funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know? but, Hey, where are you laughing, Lyra? Next, it's going to be you. It's going to be like, come on, say something in Korean. Oh, my God, me? I'm going to speak... <laughs> Oh my god, look, I don't mind. If you, it, you don't, you don't have to, but real. absolutely. I'm not kidding, like, I don't mind if I were to speak here in Korean, so like, it would be nice though, because I'm kind of wanted to brainstorm again my, my, lang my, um, my Korean skills, even if I was able to learn that on my three months, on last 2017, yeah. It's kind of been so long, been so long, but luckily, like, for in all the hangul that I was in, able to see all over the place or even in public like i was still able to read to read them mm -hmm, gotcha and, and and interestingly enough have you found any uh similarities between uh hangul and the tagalog that has kind of helped you or have you found and are there any differences that you find that were very you know difficult to grasp um let's see um can you repeat Again. Sure, um, sure, sure, sure. Uh, so, <laughs> so did did were there any similarities between Korean and Tagalog uh, that you found 
you know, was useful to learn in, in regards to the language, like maybe pronunciation, the way you say things, maybe the grammar. And was, was there any differences that you found very difficult to understand that took you a very long time to figure out? Oh, okay. Um, back then with my sosang name, which means a sensei, I sensei, sensei in Japanese, but in English is teacher. Um, yeah, I, I do have one. Um, what else? What is that? Uh, a word from like the mean the difficult word, a bit different and similarities on that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, um, let's see. Uh, um, I can't remember, but let's I'll give it a shot. I think the word Philippines, yeah, because mm -hmm. like. We don't have, I mean, let's see. Um, in Hangul, if if some audience of Koreans are there listening, um, <laughs> in Hangul because they don't have uh the they don't have the accent not not accent um they don't have the accent itself called so called Philippines like ph itself, but under um language they would just say Philippine, like Philippine. In Nidalic. <laughs> and then like it's really kind of difficult for them to print to, to pronounce how it to pronounce how it how will they going to say so like they would just, just like put on um like this um like this word Philippine like only that and then then like in our mind we, we could just understand them. Yeah. <laughs> then gotcha, some gotcha. other words, yeah. <laughs> Then the word mahal ko kayo, instead of saying property of mahal ko kayo, they will say like mahar, mahar ko kayo. Then like the R, especially letter R, and then they would like kind of mix it R into L. It's, I think we could, we could just understand them how would they able to, under, how would they able to um, understand them as long as, if, in, if, in, if their um, words are, how do you say this? Uh, Bolol. Bolol means something jumbled on their mouth. Yeah. It's really <laughs> kind of a bit difficult. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of... um. What I've noticed is that, you know, in, in regards to languages, if you're a multilingual speaker, if you're, you have a quite mm -hmm. an awareness... Uh, of mm -hmm. the languages, you can st you start to realize that there are a lot of borrowed words from uh, across other languages, right? Like, like yeah, one of the most interesting ones is like Japanese would you know borrow from a lot of English, and English mm -hmm. and return balls from a lot of different European languages. So, actually, th this would be a question for both of you because you're you're both language speakers, and I in turn will answer it myself. Uh, you know, when I ask it, <laughs> when you speak a certain language and you are and you say a borrowed word or maybe mm -hmm. a, a name that's in a separate language do you say that word in the way the uh original language would be or do you say it in the in a way that uh you know of the current language you're speaking say so for example uh as some of you know i dub some of the uh, YouTube guides, uh, mm -hmm. YouTube character guides for uh, Wang Sheng Funeral Parlor. So the Yoimiya guide, the Yula guide, 
And mm-hmm. when I do that, when I have to say uh, the voice lines in Japanese, like, because, you know, there's a lot, for Yo and Mia in particular, there's a lot mm-hmm. of, uh, of different Japanese names. I tried my best to pronounce them in Japanese, but some people don't, right?、Mm-hmm. There are other cases where I don't. Like, for example,、yeah. um, when you say the word singchu, right? I get a lot of crap for it because none of people say, no, 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 it's singchu. And I was, and I'd be like, okay, you know, I, I get it. But, <laughs> but I get it, but, but other people won't. So, do you find、yeah. yourself. Going okay, it must be pronounced correctly according to that language, or do you just kind of take a step back and go, you know what, you know, I'm speaking English, I'm gonna pronounce it the English way. <laughs> For me, um, even if I watch, um, wait, every, um. Um, for me, when I watch the how how the Chinese Liwei characters or、um, in the Zuman characters, how they pronounce it, so me, I was like,、ah, I don't, I think, like, I don't care. Oh, like, oh, well, I don't care as long as I have, as long as I just have to say them um, um, not kind of correctly, but as long as the characters are there, like, I'll just follow how the English pronunciation was. I'll just follow the English pronunciation. How were how were they um um called? Like example, in Chinese they would say Chongli, and then like I'll just say Zhongli, or like um <laughs> what else? Kaching, Kaching. Like nothing, nothing changes for me. Like for them, they just wanted to make it um perfect or correct. Just like that. <laughs> I just I don't mind that. I, <laughs> I just wanted I to, to say, say correct, not kind of correctly, but as long as um you could see it. <laughs> Somewhere out there at this current moment, Yami is furious <laughs> because she's、oh、very, Gigi! very. Gigi, <laughs> Gigi, no! no <laughs> she's Gigi, she's very, very particular about how you know saying it the correct way, which is hilarious.、Oh, you know, she gets <laughs> super mad when I go, "Hey, hey,、uh, did you, did you enjoy that dress、uh, from Keking?" <laughs> No! <laughs> She'll be like, "What did you say?" No, it's no. coaching. You see that it's coaching, coaching. Oh my god, kicking, kicking, man.、Uh, yeah, you're.、No. I rolled for. I roll. I,、uh, yeah, I was like, well, yeah, I, I was rolling. <laughs> to be honest, before calling coaching, I call. I called him. I called her kicking because it's letter Q. I can. I can't even understand. I can't even know that how Chinese pronounce was able to pronounce it. I thought it's kicking at first. Then my brother told me,、uh, "What? What do you mean kicking? It's kicking. Like what? <laughs> how did that happen?" <laughs> yes.、Uh... How come like there's a Q there even if like there it's pronounced as ch? Like wow, Chinese. Wow, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's、uh, that that you know. Sometimes I'd say, "Oh, I I, I tried rolling for yai, but I got kek instead." And he's like, "Who's Keck? You know, Kecking. I hate you, DC. Shut up. <laughs> Shout out to Yami. Where, where she may be. If you're listening, please. <laughs> please have mercy. Don't hate Don't. me. <laughs> I'm gonna.、Uh, yeah. He's gonna banish us all. But yeah, what about you, Kai? How do you how do you approach your words, your borrowed words? Yeah. How? <laughs> um. Well, the thing with loan words when studying Japanese, um, it could either stem from. It's typically a play on on English words, so t- typically they would they would have like,、um, I would say that it's it's not that 
it's not that cumbersome or difficult when it when it comes to loan words. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, what what's a what's a good? So, like, all right. So, if if I want to say driving, there is a specific word, like you know, of verb to drive, but you know, it's like driving. Mm-hmm. So they, they typically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So it's 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 a play on a lot of people say oh that's just English for the most part and there's some words that oh you mean like they, they use mm-hmm. no go ahead I mean <laughs> sorry for interrupting um what you mean is like ja- mode Japan English like there's like a yeah. quite of accent when you're able to speak them. oh yeah understandable yeah. I have some Japanese so friends also, you, also speak if if you take some some English words and most times often than not if it is that you don't know a word. A lot of people try to pass it mm-hmm. off as Japanese if they pronounce it in a particular way mm-hmm. or they, they put stress on, on this particular word. And a mm-hmm. lot of times they might be right because I believe a lot of Japanese words they borrow from whether it's um, you know, native Chinese or, yeah, um, yeah. or just English words. And they would just use the English words to um, just to, to save time and, and not have you know, a bunch of confusion. So I think mm-hmm. for the most part the loan word scenario it's it's pretty straightforward but as someone in chat was mentioning if it is that you know um yeah you know chinese considering that a mm-hmm. lot of the the writing in terms of kanji mm-hmm. hiragana katakana yeah, like stems from stems from there if it is that you have that as a base <laughs> um it would be relatively yeah. easier to um to study japanese and that i definitely agree with yeah i understand <laughs> What's what's your experience, DC? I know you said that you were gonna to give your piece afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I actually mentioned that you know, especially when I'm saying uh, dubbing the guides, I will go for the English pronunciation of characters because yeah. um, that's kind mm-hmm. of the audience that I'm looking at. And uh, funnily enough, I was ha- I was having a recording session in in uh, in VC just for fun, and uh, T Moon A dropped by. Mm-hmm. And that's when I discovered she w- she was actually pretty strict on the Chinese pronunciation. She's like, "DC, why are you s- you know pronouncing words like w- the names like this? Like, come on, you're from China. Like, why are you doing this?" And I said, "Look, you know, if I if I go like, hey, you're old for Sting Chiu, and they're gonna be like, who's that? You know, what are you talking about?" I was like, oh, "Okay." Have you rolled for Shingshu? And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 I gotcha. It, it, it's not, you know, it's not a matter of, of correctness, in my opinion. It's a matter of, can people understand what you're talking about? I'll give you another example. One of my, f- yeah, yeah. Absolutely. One of my favorite stories I like to tell people in regards to uh, borrowed words from Japanese. One of my friends was telling me about how nice it was to have this this really, really interesting fried food uh, that he got in Japan from a store. And yeah. I looked at him and I was like, oh, you must have had croquettes, right? And he's like, no, no, it was definitely not that. What the hell are you talking about? It was something like, you know, it started with like a K. It was like what? a core koro k or something and i was like dude that's just crockett mm, and he's like yeah. no like what are you talking about crockett's a is an english thing and i was like all right let's settle it and i and i actually went out and we we had a japanese friend hanging around at the time i was like okay what is mm. this and i showed him a picture and he's like oh kuroke. and i'm like see it's crockett man come on get your stuff What's together crockett <laughs> <laughs> It, Crockett is like a deep is a deep fried. Uh, I think it's like a mix of uh, 
a potato and uh, some uh, some other things let me see if i can get an image here oh but it's, crockett, it's re- yeah yeah crockett, crockett. It, i know what you mean yeah 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 those are super good and he and he yeah, for the I longest see that. time yeah Mm-hmm, he he so thought good. it was like a special, a Japanese specialty. He was like, oh, ko, you know, koroke, right? You know, mm-hmm. amazing. Like, definitely yeah, a native thing. I was like, dude, you just had crockets. <laughs> I hate yeah. to tell you. <laughs> so that's sort of, so people do really respond to the way you pronounce things, right? Um, so that's why I choose to dub uh, in the the names in the English way because most uh, viewers of the Wang Xiong Funeral Parlor character guides are going to be English mm-hmm. speakers. So yeah, true. they're going to hear it and they're going to be like, okay, gotcha. Ningguang, <laughs> Yai, Miko, Raiden mm. Shogun, you know, uh, mm. Kazaha. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna, it's it's a lot of different things in general. So, but yeah, lang- language is su- super fun. So because... Yeah, so I don't know if I asked this before last time, but have you have you yourself dove into K dramas because of uh, the learning experience? Um, somehow, but yeah, I did jump into K dramas of learning them. But I've heard some friends of mine um, who's learning in Korean. Um, some words that they were some words that are translated in English. Somehow they're quite wrong, but mostly they'd really recommend watching um reality Korean sh- TV shows for that. It's kind of bit kind of convenient because like it the, um those hangul words they would like kind of appear on that reaction. Like if you watch the what's that series? Um, not the yeah the series of Return of Superman for people for those people who know that. Um, yeah, they would like kind of appear. It's kind of accurate to know them and view, to read them. It's like it was, I was able to, um, that I was able to study, I was able to read them properly. So like, oh, like in my mind, oh, so no wonder it is kind of like legit and kind of accurate in, in their words without without any script or any um it's like from reality TV, reality tv show yeah they're most into that unlike from k dramas like they mostly um mostly it's on the script but when you look at in the english it's really different they, that's what they said like for example when there is a when the korean um actor would say like um what's that kumawo they means thank you and then like in reality, kumawa means thanks, or like some some like example. They would say, um, what else? Like sarang saranghayo or saranghe sarang tago. Yeah, in that part. And then like the English translation is not kind of not kind of correct or somehow a little bit. But when you look at it in the um, translation itself, like in in real without any script it's somehow it's more preferred they would um say it they would they would more prefer in the translation and the um accurate meaning itself yeah uh, it's more accurate it's more casual in tv korean than um correct in k-dramas it's true yeah that's a that's a great point that you brought up with regards to um like watching k-dramas and and that sort of thing because i had i mentioned this yeah. before but i had this experience 
when studying mm-hmm. Japanese. Like mm-hmm. one of the, the most convenient ways to learn and what a, a way that people recommend is to watch um, either J dramas, K dramas, or just yeah, reality shows set in a different language mm-hmm. because instead of getting the standardized um, official ways to say certain things, true. it's a more casual setting. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I used it to watch well, Terrace House and then I think um, Love is Blind Japan which mm-hmm. watch, um, is what I'm recently watching now. It really helps you get um, either local dialects or ways yeah. that um, you didn't think you would you know, pronounce things in a certain sentence. And it's a good way of being entertained by what's going on in the reality TV show one, but two, also learning, yeah, um, yeah more casual phrases and ways mm-hmm. to, to say things in, in particular situations. I really mm-hmm. think that um, situational or contextual phrases and, mm-hmm. and um, tidbits are, are really important because you could sit down and learn a language for like two, three years, but because they, it's so yeah. standardized in a textbook, when you use it in the real world, people are like, um, you know, you don't have to say things like that. Or you could just true, use, you know, true. this expression. So I think that's, that's a really Very good true. thing that, you, that your friends um, recommended and that you're, you're doing. Because you really yeah. get to, to, to learn more and a lot faster, I think. Very um, true, yeah. I'm studying a language. So yeah. DC, what do you got to say on this? Well, I guess it kind of explains why when I speak Japanese, I just sound like a anime protagonist you know it's, it's actually cause... that's me before that's a good it's not like a background npc using japanese protagonist is a yeah. small <laughs> the 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 yeah, only yeah. thing that uh that i can say well in uh japanese you know is uh is one of my favorite uh you know fake fate um series lines you know Pa- pa- Kotomi- Father Kotomine just cut, walks up and goes, "Yorokobe shonen," you know that sort that sort of line. <laughs> this that's my favorite of all time, and uh, so I've just been saying that over and over again, uh, which is uh, you know that. And but no, it's definitely anime is definitely not a, a good way to learn it. it, it it's a ni- it's not it's a nice um introduction. Uh, to the language, I suppose, but you know, from what I understand, it's not exactly a sustainable way of learning. Um, having said that, though, <laughs> learning by osmosis with anime has actually gotten me uh, through basic conversations in Japan, and I don't know if it was just awkward for people to talk to me, but mm-hmm. I was able to understand mm-hmm. them, and they were able to understand me, which is cool. And I think a lot of it just comes from uh, kind of understanding what you're saying and the different mm-hmm. mannerisms and you know the different ways you you, you approach people, you know, for- formally, informally, and you know, I found I found that what was pleasantly surprising is. Um, there are, you know, some of the exaggerations that you you see in anime are, you know, are actually uh, somewhat exaggerated in, in normal uh, casual conversation, yeah. <laughs> which is pretty cool. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you know, when you when when you go into anime land, you know, you, you can go what to say, and then like, you, you know, you in casual conversation Hi-ya. you can say it, but um, but you can you know you say it, in a, a, you, yeah, you can say. It. You just say, man, and you, you know it's yeah. and it's like kind of like, oh, okay, cool. You know, you're talking to a friend like that, so it, it's not leaps and bounds, um, 
of exaggeration, uh, yeah. but it it somewhat translates over uh, to certain degrees, which is cool. But uh, if I wanted to learn purely by osmosis, meaning watching media, I would probably go for mm-hmm. some like NHK reality TV shows. I think you know <laughs> that that may, learning from that may be a bit uh, yeah true. more useful, or maybe some live action shows in, in general, which is uh, <laughs> it's definitely yeah. something. <laughs> I should look into. Yeah. One thing I've never uh, really uh, understood, actually, or, or kind of had the opportunity to kind of figure out, do you do you find that a lot of, well, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you, Lyra, because um, do you find that TV, mm-hmm. English TV shows have an accurate way of teaching English? Because for me, when I look at it, I don't know why. Maybe I'm just used to it or maybe, you know, I, I find that, oh, generally, if you learn from an English, you know, TV show or, or movie, it, it's fine, you know, because like mm-hmm. I feel like it portrays it, um, you know, accurately enough or perhaps a cartoon. Well, maybe not a cartoon, actually. Okay, now, if you frame it that way, maybe not a cartoon. But do you find that English mm-hmm. TV shows have a good way of, you know, explaining what casual day-to-day conversations like to you or have you found it very, very different? um watch like watching um american movies or series is some yeah as a reference for the english language oh Oh, i see um technically quietly i mean i mean like technically um yes and no um yes because because of those of their basic words like they would say like they would say, quote unquote, I'll be there in the next minute. And then like, um, it's kind of like it kind of a bit adopts me whenever when I speak to a English native speaker, especially there on um, Discord. So like, maybe uh, it got it, it got it the way how I um, uh, how I give I do a conversation. Um, what else? Uh, I said. On the other hand, I say no because somehow they kind of kind of like they're not accurate for me to um understand and it because like I instead even though that English is not my it's not our English is not my first language in here in a country, but it's somehow there some other difficult words that I couldn't understand or quite um difficult. Yeah. So like they would def- definitely they would recommend me to read more books. <laughs> That's what my mm. how my, my parents used to say, always keep on saying that and read some novels so that we would be able to type or write anything. Um, some in idiomatic, idiomatic words or some more words of complex so that you would be able to enhance your skills and to communicate to other people. And then I was like, um, okay, mom, I guess I. Uh, okay, mom, that I guess I'll just I'll have to do it and to level up my skills. Yeah, and like even if it's quite hard, but probably I mean not probably, but well, uh, that would that would be a very um, impressive. I mean, um, skillful for me. Yeah. I see. I see. 
Yeah, it's it, it's quite it's quite because you, you never really think it from another person's perspective. Well, in regards to my end, and uh, it, it's you know I've always sort of wondered: um, is it only a, a cultural thing in regards to like learning actual practical conversations from uh, the media that they produce, whether it's uh, you know TV shows or video games? Even you know, is it is it different than if you were to go ahead and watch a, a Japanese anime or, or a Korean uh, drama or anything? like that so it's nice it's refreshing to hear uh um you know a different yeah. perspective from from a non-english speaker in regards you know to a lot of it actually funnily enough have you been learning quite a, a good amount of english from your experience in wfp have we been good teachers to you <laughs> have i been good teachers to you <laughs> yeah somehow but <laughs> the uh, hesitation somehow. in that voice is <laughs> like yeah oh, but no, it's so much like you couldn't understand what you see here <laughs> 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 i gotta be honest so like even if i couldn't somehow quite understand or in between there's somehow i understand a basically in english but the words that every <laughs> Every word that they would say in, in this every channel, kind of like, oh my god, my head and my nose is bleeding so much. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> Help me! Why am I not oh, born in America? No, poor <laughs> Lyra. All the tissues to contain the nosebleeds while talking on this podcast. Come on, bear with it. You're almost there. You're almost there. I'll I'll just I'll talk slower. <laughs> I'll. I'll try to see if I can uh, learn some Tagalog so to make your experience a lot easier. But no, I think you know, you know, Lyra, I think you're doing fine. Uh, if you hadn't yeah, told me about any of this, I would have thought you you were uh, fluent in English to begin with. So it's you know, it's yep, quite, same. it's quite, a, yeah. So it's quite a nice thing you got going on there, um, which is which is great. Um, you know, I, yeah. so I wanted to dial it back a little bit. Cause, um, I remember one of the things that you were particularly interested in talking about was, uh, being a nineties kid, right? I think, uh, a bunch of us here, mm -hmm. a bunch of us old folk can relate to that. <laughs> so yeah. what was, so what was being a nineties kid? What does it mean for you? And I'm just going to throw out a guess here because, uh, I think we can share some of the same experiences. Does this ring a bell nestle taro flavored ice cream yes um what do you mean about the taro ice cream sorry yeah so is that, can you still get that oh again can you repeat <laughs> Tar taro flavored ice cream from from nestle um i haven't Quietly, this taro ice cream after all. It's more like an ube, but they said it's really different. Yeah, ube and taro is really different on that. Yeah, I haven't tasted them, but I'm more into selecta, <laughs> not like into um, Nestle. Yeah, yeah, because like Nestle had their own uh, variety. Well, actually, I, I don't know if it was ube or I don't know if it was. Uh, uh, uh... Uh, uh, taro, but I, I remember, uh, I think, no, I think they labeled it ube. I have an image of it right here. Um, they, here, here mm -hmm. it is. Uh, they, you know, they, I remember this used to be everywhere when I was a kid. Um, and oh, in... that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have mm -hmm. you, have you ever had that? 
Yeah, I I had before. I mean, yes. Um, but not really. I we're not that in. I wait. I keep seeing that one that kind of ice cream, but um, I haven't tasted them. But here, it, it the music of the ice cream parlor it keeps roaming around here or across the streets because there's somehow like the an ice cream ice cream man who keeps um playing this kind of music like is that. ดิ้งดิ้งดิ้งดิ้งดิ้งดิ้งดิ้งดิ้งดิ้งดิ้งดิ้งดิ้งดิ้งดิ้งดิ้งดิ้งดิ้งดิ้งดิ้งดิ้
guess so. Um, I think it's uh, excuse me, <laughs> I burp. Um, um, I think there's one. It's called Scramble. If anyone are familiar with that, it's kind of like a shaved ice cream with sprinkles and with chocolate syrup in it. And um, uh, what's that? Let's see. Let me look at person. <laughs> I think it's Scramble. Yeah, that's it's not a boba, but it's kind of like a shaved ice. Um, not kind of a drink, but yeah, shaved ice like to to drink it and taste them. It's really kind of good, but mostly it's just I don't. It's just milk tea. Nothing actually changes at all. <laughs> Maybe because of the boba, we got into a lot of it. Gotcha, gotcha. Do you have yeah. a favorite boba brand over there, by the way, or is it like a just a very local brand? Uh, um, I do have one. It's called Macau Imperial. If there's one in Hong Kong, if I'm not mistaken or not. <laughs> I don't think there is actually a Macau Imperial. I'm going to have to check that yeah. out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what do you like to get from there? Mostly is, um, um, what's that? Mostly is milk tea, Oreo cheesecake. Yeah. I'm really such a huge fan of Oreo cheese, um, milk tea, Oreo cheesecake without, um, boba. I'm so sorry, but I don't really put boba in milk tea. I keep, nah, like, I keep repeating it myself. <laughs> the real connoisseurs know that you don't get boba. You get other things like pudding or sago. Yeah. So, yeah, nowadays, oh. I, I actually don't even go for the regular milk tea. I kind of like try out their other teas, like the black tea, you know? And I don't even think that uh, yeah. I, I, I even go for the teas with milk in them anymore. And I don't know why. Maybe it's because mm -hmm. I've just drank so much milk tea. Do you, yeah. so, do you do you still stick to the traditional milk tea? Um, you mean with boba or like what do you mean? Oh, just in general, like with or without boba. Um mostly when it comes to milk tea, I actually just put them nat nata de coco. Nata de coco. Yeah. I don't really put boba at all because it would get stuck in my teeth. Um yeah, so like definitely, I in honestly, I wear braces, so like I don't want to, put, I don't want any um stuff in my teeth on that. So yeah, I just put nata de coco, and it's quite good. That nothing, <laughs> nothing changes at all. <laughs> for sure, for sure, and uh, you didn't hear this from me, but uh, yes. when I was a kid, when I got when I got boba, right, mm -hmm. I used to sit mm -hmm. uh, in the corner of a road and okay. <laughs> uh, I think I mentioned this in another podcast before but what we'd do is we'd uh, s sit at, at a corner where the cars would turn in and what we'd do is we mm -hmm. would load our straws up with boba and when a car passed by we would shoot them at the cars with our straws mm -hmm. so our bobas would be attached oh to the, the window of a car <laughs> that would be passing by you didn't you didn't hear this from me by the way I don't endorse this yeah. kind of behavior but you know, back then we were we were very very naughty kids, and so it would be a competition what? to see how many you could stick on a window. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think. Oh, 
my gosh. I it's mean, like um a little paper one, like you're going to split on them just like that. Yeah, except you know, these oh, ones no. are are sticky, so they would actually yeah, yeah. stick on the window. <laughs> And the poor driver would just look, you know, get out of his car, look and be like, why is there a bunch of boba stuck to my, you know, oh my, my rear window or, uh, or anything? Oh, my turn to burp. But, um, yeah, that was what I used to do back then, which was, uh, what, what is that? Um, this is what I'm saying, scramble. Yeah. It's wow. like a mix of shaved ice. Shaved ice and then with a lot of toppings and it's really very cheap at all. It could be buy in, uh, it can be bought in any uh, um any uh across the street and yeah it's kind of I think it's the smaller one the smaller one is ten pesos and the tw- the bigger one is I think it's twenty pesos but mm. I don't know just convert that in dollars I'm not good at that <laughs> yeah it's mm-hmm, really gotcha. good that's the one. So, so yeah. So now that we're on the you know the topic of desserts and everything, do you have a favorite flavor of ice cream? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I do have. Um, most especially, I really love. I'm really such a huge um, fond of cookies and cream and matcha. <laughs> I'm not such a kind of fun it's cho- chocolate, but even though I like I like chocolates, but just kind of minimum. <laughs> more and more into yeah. matcha and. Cookies and cream. I share that. I share that same sentiment with you, Lyra. I do not like chocolate Aww, ice cream. Nice. Unless it's like, unless <laughs> it's like, like you know, Belgian and it has shavings or something. But I typically do not like chocolate ice cream. But I'm a huge yeah. lover of chocolate in general. I don't know why, but I think chocolate ice cream is, is <laughs> nice for some reason. I don't know. It's weird. You know but what it is? Yeah. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Mm. Well, my my uh, to be honest, I'm I'm a very vanilla person. Both in ice cream and in, oh, <laughs> and in uh, things, I look at. I actually. Yeah, I actually go. I go down to the different types of vanillas. You know, that's that's where, uh, where I be where my connoisseur expertise come in. You know, whether you know, because I, I I believe vanilla is express can be expressed in so many different concentrations formulas uh, as well as styles as well so i have a great love of that and i and i think with the chocolate ice cream thing is it just me or is the is chocolate ice cream just too chocolatey <laughs> you, know, you know what i'm saying yeah. it's like it makes you true, sick of true. chocolate <laughs> i don't know how anyone can can pursue you know more exactly. than a scoop <laughs> i don't know i don't know if they they if it's like too much cocoa or it's like too sweet with the with the chocolate, but you're right, I I don't feel good after mm. eating a scoop of chocolate ice cream, unless like I said, it's like maybe like Hagen does and it's like you know Belgian chocolate where they they dial it a certain yeah. way so it's not as as prevalent. But yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> now, I want to ask you guys something interesting. You ever had you ever you ever had butterscotch uh, flavored ice cream? Yes. Uh, there is one here before, and it's really kind of good. <laughs> but it's now, just, just yeah. water special at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if you guys had ever experienced it, because I've only had it with butterscotch. Have you had so much butterscotch ice cream to the point you start taste you start having some bitter sensations on your tongue? Like, it just tastes bitter for some reason. You're like, what is going on here? Like, why does it taste so bitter? And because butterscotch is insanely sweet, and 
from what I've been told, it's like your taste buds just hit a threshold of sweetness to the point where it just like goes 180 and it starts, everything starts going bitter. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced that before, by the way, where you're eating butterscotch ice Mm -hmm. cream and you're eating so much of it and suddenly like you just get this bitter taste. Have you, have you had that? Um, let's see. Um, sometimes, yeah, when I kind of eat it too much of butterscotch ice cream, it will feel like it will, um, feel like a little tingly inside my mouth when I, when I after, like the after finish, I mean, the aftertaste, yeah, it's really kind of, um, salty and a bit salty, but it's sweet, but when that, when it comes when you're drinking water, <laughs> it's kind of stuck, like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like it's, it, um stuff in my throat <laughs> it, yeah yeah it's that's exactly <laughs> what i'm talking about it's so weird yeah. and like there's just so many different flavors of ice cream out there now that i just can't keep track of it yeah. but if i could name one of the most like so i i consider vanilla my home base which is what i like mm-hmm. you know vanilla is, is the king but if I were to pick an alternative flavor for myself, it would be Ben and Jerry's cookie dough. That would probably be my second favorite because I love cookie dough. I grew up with cookie dough. Oh, XO. <laughs> what is LXO candy? What is that? Yeah, there is. Um, it's a uh, sweet caramelized coffee candy. If you're not into like, if some people wouldn't able to drink coffee they would like or ha- had and eat that <laughs> it would really taste like coffee and it's so sweet they also have that in our country it's very cheap um one peso <laughs> very nice yeah man looks like you guys are spoiled for choice over there i'm very very jealous <laughs> what's one now, when you you know when you're you're studying other languages, of course, you're looking at the cultures, right? Have you seen any mm-hmm. desserts like maybe from Japan or Korea that you've you've heard of, you've looked at, that you've always wanted to try that you haven't had the opportunity to? Um, in Korea, um, the first—I mean, not the first—um, one thing that I haven't ever tried is the one the long ice cream. Yeah, the long ice cream that looks like it's um kind of tasty, but yeah, I think that's the one. But in Japan, um, I'm I'm quite not familiar yet, but mostly it's I've already tasted a lot of mochi at all. <laughs> I haven't I haven't um tried uh, some other um Japanese ice cream <laughs> yet, but yeah, mochi is one of the kind here in like in my country. Yeah, some yeah. of the. <laughs> The, the quote-unquote Japanese ice cream that's quite exquisite is like from Hokkaido milk, right? When when you get the, vin- yeah, the Hokkaido true. milk ice cream, uh, parent, which mm-hmm. tastes phenomenal, by the way. But I would say you're, you're not messing out on, on too much, really. You know, it's nice. It's a nice mm-hmm. thick cream. But, you you know, I, I think you, you're, you're better off, uh, you know, going for other things, which is pretty neat. Mm-hmm. I, I have a story, though, in regards to that. Uh, one, one time when I was in Japan... I got to f- try mm-hmm. out the infamous choco banana, which you see in a lot of anime Ooh. tropes, and, you know, ref- yeah, referenced yeah. one way or another. <laughs> just saying, and I and I was like, you know, it was during uh, 
Gion Matsuri in Kyoto, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. which is a summer festival, and it happened to be the one thousandth one, one millennia, right? And uh, I was lining up, and I got myself mm-hmm. a chocolate banana. I was like, "All right, you know, it's time to settle this once and for all. What's the deal? It's just bananas no. dipped in chocolate with sprinkles, right? Mm-hmm. Why is it mm-hmm. so popular?" And then I bit into it, and I was like, "Wait a second! This stuff is cold. This stuff is frozen. What the hell?" And so apparently, what? it's it's fro it's frozen banana dipped in chocolate with sprinkles on it. I had no idea that they froze it. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. quite. It was such a shock to me. It was such a revelation. I finally understood why everyone was so excited about it. You know, I've, it's yeah. one of those moments where where the dots connect in your mind, and you're like, oh, that's why. You know that that's why everyone uh, kind of <laughs> looks at it because it's one of those things that looks simple on the outside, but but when you taste it, it's like oh, oh, I finally get it. Is there a yeah. particular uh, food <laughs> or cuisine in in the Philippines that you've seen a lot of foreigners struggle with? Like they look at it and they go, oh, what's that? Oh, why would anyone eat that? And then they try it and they go, oh my god, I finally uh, understand. Yes. I freaking love it. <laughs> Yeah, that like be a lot. Um, mostly they would say dinaguan. And what's that? They would like kind of curious what it, it tastes. Like. Oh my god, here it goes. <laughs> um, it's uh, uh pig's blood <laughs> for ah. people who are, for some Filipino people who are very exotic to Filipino food. But for me, I don't definitely. Um, no, it's not a dessert. <laughs> No, um, dinaguan is not a dessert. It's a, uh, it's a food. Yeah, it's a pig's blood. <laughs> I don't it's really eat that. It's really. Hmm. Sorry, I was just gonna ask: Is it like black pudding? Because I know that's made of. No, delicious. no, it's not. No. Oh, but you know, you know what I'm talking no. about. Yeah, but wait. Let me let me um it's take like... a pick up. Well, it's it's very graphic describing the process to make it, but it's basically like pig's blood, and it's like in a. It kind of looks like poop, actually, but it's it's a very flavorful congealed yeah. dish that you eat in the morning. Do you see? Have you heard of? Is yeah, this um, actually, that's, that's almost. <laughs> Am I speaking? No, here? not really not sure like that. No, no, um, I know what you're talking about, Kai. Wait, I'll um, I'll send this. <laughs> yeah, I def- I've definitely one. heard of it. This one, that's going to go Interesting. Mm-hmm. And so you've seen people constantly going like, oh, what is that? And then they try and they go, oh, my God, yeah. I love it. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Show not a the... school. <laughs> <Just a thing. laughs> Show us the image of uh, what you're talking about, Kai. But uh, yeah, it's that's that's pretty interesting. We you know, pig's blood is something that is shared across a lot of Southeast Asian cultures. We have pig's blood here. Yeah, we, I think we sometimes mm-hmm. like have it for uh, for a lot of different things, like hot pot. We sometimes have it for uh, different mm-hmm. things. I never, I personally never got the appeal of it, honestly. Um, and I th- maybe it's because of the way it was prepped. Maybe it was because of the you know the way it was prepared. Which basically mm-hmm. means the same thing, but uh, <laughs> I just never got around to it. Uh, do, are you a fan of it yourself? You, we mean eating in dinaguan. Yeah. Oh, 
Um, no, not really. Um, even if my um family are eating the goan, but uh, <laughs> um, me and my mom and my siblings know they don't want. But I think my brother what are likes eating it. But no, I don't kind of like it. It's really it. It does for them taste good, but for me it, it does it kind of taste. But it's kind of spicy, <laughs> and it's like it will. I mean, it's like it's. Uh, giving me like a little headache of it because of the smell when you're going to cook it. It makes me kind of dizzy. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, oh, that's pr okay. That's something. That's something way off from what I imagined, Kai. That kind of looks like um, salami, <laughs> actually, um, or or some sort of like the inside of an eggplant. Actually, yeah, considering oh, how they, they, they package it again, then yeah, I guess you could you could think of it as a salami. Where they would re-case it in the intestines of whatever animal it's made from. And then, yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's it's mostly congealed blood for the most part. And they just, like, season it really well. Um, it's it's, it's yeah. part of, like, the, the traditional English breakfast kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard about this. <laughs> Mm, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. S essentially, now now everyone's going for their favorite breakfast. It's a it's a food fest in here now. <laughs> <laughs> Even it's already late. <laughs> yeah. Now I know that you mentioned before that you know you've had you've had a bit of experience with cooking, Lyra. What would you say mm -hmm. is your strongest dish? Like your the the best dish you can cook at this um... point. <laughs> um yeah for real it's like my strongest point to cook ever mm -hmm. yeah yeah like uh, your best dish okay um as i mentioned before it's really sinigang because <laughs> i'm really fun of that and really fun of eating that and cooking it's really good with a lot of with a lot mm. of meats vegetables and um yeah um nor sinigang like you're going to pour the, the not the sesame, but they call that the powder itself, and it's really good and really um, calming inside our inside our um, stomach. And it's yeah, <laughs> like it's kind of like non-stop. You're it's non-stop eating it, but it's <laughs> yeah, it's no, so no. good. But even though the hmm? sorry. Sorry, I just want to ask the powder. Oh, what mm -hmm. is the powder? Is it like a a, a pre-made, like pre-mixed of different spices, or is it something that's like very specific? Um, I think it's kind of like this one. Wait, wait for me. <laughs> um, yeah, sure, no worries. Because uh, you know the the way I the reason why I ask is because people will buy a lot of uh you know people will say uh you know the the curry, but uh essentially yeah. what they do is you know there's pre-packed uh spices yeah. that you can get which is you know a blend of a lot of different things like turmeric masala, mm -hmm. um you know and ultimately they call it quote unquote curry powder but it's really just a, a blend of different spices so I'm wondering if that's the same for Sinigan. Um. When it comes to sinigang, I usually just add this one <laughs> so ah, that it would be easy of the taste. Yeah, and the ready mix one. Man, you know, I think Nor is like a household name to about 90% of our audience listening at the moment. Everybody knows what Nor is. <laughs> and I think my favorite Nor product yeah. has to be their soy sauce. It tastes way. Yeah. Okay, it's going to be a hot take, but I think that Nor 
soy sauce tastes better than Maggie soy sauce. Very true. Nord's really, I don't know if also Nord's kind of popular in Southeast Asia, aside from Philippines, because mostly here, there are a lot of Nord products here in the Philippines. But yeah, I think also in other Southeast or like, I don't know, from other outside the countries if they have Nord or what, or maybe in some Asian stores in their country. Oh yeah, Nord's everywhere. Nord's everywhere in the world. It's actually oh, very, very popular. Oh, I see. <laughs> I thought it's only the Philippines at all. <laughs> Even Maggie, I really don't know. Yeah, Ma Maggie. I I used to rep Maggie a lot when I was a kid, but I I found that Nor tasted a mm -hmm. lot better in in many aspects, uh, which is very very funny. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, you you got now everyone's starting to be a connoisseur of soy sauce. You got a, You got a favorite soy sauce by any chance? Like favorite brand? Nor. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, who are you talking? Is it Guy? Um, you you actually do do you, oh. you have a favorite? <laughs> oh, um, wait, uh, what is that again? Uh, sorry, <laughs> the favorite sauce? soy sauce brand, yeah, like like Maggie, Nor, Kiko Men, uh, Likum Key, Pearl. You know, what's your oh, what's your okay. favorite choice? Um, yeah, we have Kiko Men here, but most. Mostly the common here is dato puti soy sauce. We mostly put that in adobo, um, pork steak, and other kind of sauce sauces, and it's really good. Oh, I've I don't think I've ever heard of that. Can you yeah, show us a I picture? think. Sure, no problem. Mm, yeah, it's mostly because I have no idea how to type that in. <laughs> <You> know, it's... <laughs> it's called dato puti. <laughs> Datupoti. Okay, I see. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Where are the Filipinos? <laughs> Man, I'm gonna have to try that on my adobo because, like, I know a Filipino store that's that's oh, nearby. He, if they... he said that. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> I actually taste that one. He said that me going. Oh, that's so good. We keep buying that before. Um, we keep buying that every time the groceries. And the first time we had tried that, it's really like a fried noodle at all. And yeah, it, it's really good. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It's kind. It's kind of a you know. It's it's nice to kind of see the variety of of, of soy sauces out there, you know. But of course, you know, it's not something yeah. that you can really uh, get into per se because, like, the thing, you know, it's it's so salty. You know, it's it's no good for you. By the time you're you figured out, you know, what soy sauce you like, your your kidneys are fried because mm -hmm. of all the salt that you have to process. <laughs> oh, look at that! That's so cool. What's the white one? Um, that's what you call patis. Um, fish, fish sauce. Yeah, that's for oh, the, that's the um, fish sauce. for mm -hmm, for sinigang if for additional or some other soup. Yeah, yeah. From gotcha, our, some gotcha. other Filipino food. Yeah, it's vinegar. I see. And for for the, the white one, and this is soy sauce. That's what we mostly put that in in our, our um. Food. Whenever we want to cook Filipino food, every time on lunch or dinner, like that. Oh, hello. <laughs> Whoops, sorry, the call just dropped for a, a brief moment. Um, apologies sorry. for that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no worries, no worries. Uh, so, you, you, you got it, you see? Oh. Mm, might, I might, I might be a bit. I think uh, there's just an unstable connection. 
Oh, I see. Right, no I, I got you. Um, so, so like, what would you say? All right, so mm -hmm. we're talking about um, somebody just mentioned um, Indomie in terms of like um, ramen brands per se. Mm -hmm. What would you say? Would you say Indomie is one of your favorites, or what would you what would you dub as the the best um, noodle brand in your opinion? What's what's your go to, and how would you prepare it actually? Um, in sorry, Indomie. Right. In terms of um, ramen noodles, I know there's a lot of brands um, that you can choose from. So I mm -hmm. wanted to, to find out what was your personal favorite and then uh, how would you typically prepare oh, it? Like, okay. do you put an egg on top? What seasonings you put in? Like, just give us the, the rundown to traditional Filipino, I guess, oh, ramen. ramen. I see. Um, yeah, I think for me, if, wait, no, um, I think for me, it's more the mi goreng. Yeah, it's kind of like my art favorite within my fam every time on kind of dinner. And it's really good. And we just like, we just like follow, we just have to follow the steps of it. And then like, mostly we put additional in, um, cupai. <laughs> Sorry for for some Southeast Asian if they're kind of triggered. Right. Is yeah, that like is that like the flavor packets? Can you explain what that is? Um, mostly like uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Is it can I can you repeat that? No, go go ahead. I just wanted to find out what was that um what was that phrase you use? Uh, if that's like oh oh you mean. Yeah, QP. Yeah. QP as in oh, Q -Q as in mayonnaise. Yes. QP. QP. Okay. <laughs> I'm so used yeah. to people calling it um QP meal. Um, but yes, that's a oh. traditional Japanese meal. Yes. Mm -hmm. But you would put that. You would put that in, yes. it, in your instant noodles. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. It's really good that's for you. Like at the, for the first time. Yeah, you should try if you had the time. Oh. If you have time to buy me goreng. <laughs> It really, it really, we like. I mean, we kind of like to. Oh no, I'm sorry. Um, we've already like kind of like eating migoring instead of our traditional food as pancit canton. But yeah, mostly it's already like migoring because it's really good and it's really good for our um dinner time sometimes and also from our snacks time. Yeah, and then like, yeah, we put. We kind of put um cupai and mostly fried eggs. No, we fried sunny side up eggs. Yeah, really okay. good. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, cupai is uh is a is definitely a good thing. Sorry, sorry about that. By the way, I, I was uh, picking up, but uh, yeah, please please proceed. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> you, okay, well, you're gonna well, say. Uh, all I was gonna say is, what's in terms of your if your your lazy meal instant noodle combination? What what would be your pick in terms of noodles toppings? That's what we were just going over. So so what's your what's your combination, DC? Noodles and toppings, toppings with noodles. Hmm, that's interesting because like mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. yeah, the first question I'd say is, well, what kind of noodles are you are you saying? Because there's there's right. a lot well, of different well, types uh, out there. There is, there is, but. I would guess um okay well let's let's just make it simple and say like you know packet ramen or ramen well what's what's your go to in terms of um mm. you come home from work after a long day and you know you get your your, uh. <laughs> your favorite brand of either cup noodles or your packet ramen and you have to make something in in five to ten minutes well, what's what's the combo 
Honestly, I'm I'm just vanilla. I just go for whatever it says on the packet, really, because uh, you know, to me, that's that that's the quickest, best way. First of all, I make sure to to get you know instant ramen that I like. You know that I don't really need any mm-hmm. additional toppings on. I you know I like it as is, and the reason why is you know because I'm lazy. I don't want I want to come back home from work. <laughs> kind of don't want to. I don't want to you know boil an egg. I don't want to. Yeah. You know, add a chicken wing in there, unless it's like leftovers from last night. Then it's like, yeah, sure, I'd definitely be down. Which in that case, it's a wild card because it's like you have no idea what you're gonna get, right? It's like you know, you're when you're playing. Yeah, it's like solving a puzzle more than being a chef. It's like, all right, I have these two things. Can I put them together? Yes, that's the answer. The answer is always yes. (laughs) Right, and so you Mm -hmm. you 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 heat up (laughs) yesterday's old meal you grab the most appropriate instant noodles so maybe it's uh maybe it's indomie for instance can't go wrong with indomie love that stuff you th- you do yeah. the mix <laughs> you put in you put in all the M- you know all the msg you you need in there you mix it up and then you throw whatever it is in fact uh, a really really uh, uh, a popular combination in hong kong uh, what what they like to do is they like to have indomie with uh with curry fish balls or or siu mai which is something that's oh, very uh, yeah yep yep which yeah. is uh, uh it, it's a super quick and go-to uh, a meal that you can actually buy mm. on the uh, on the streets too which is uh which is pretty cool very true um, yeah it's uh it, it's something that's uh that's absolutely uh you know a a sort of comfort food for people and you know I, I don't know what the deal is like indomie is just universal you can even get it you know in north america as well and people will know yeah. yes indomie that's I the think, stuff um, that... it's indomie and i think there's another brand called is it mommy i'm i don't know if I'm yes mommy oh, mommy yeah oh yeah yeah we have all those two brands are just synonymous worldwide yeah, absolutely. I think um I think I think there's just certain brands that just they're just up there in, in regards to uh yeah, they're notorious, yeah. Yeah, re- recognition because like of course you you got your standard Nissan noodles, right? Nissan cup noodles, everybody knows what that is. It's the uh you know the the ramen with the with the boy. In fact, I've actually been to the Nissan uh uh cup noodles factory in uh, Yokohama. <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's it's this nice exhibition where it's like oh you know we sent cup noodles to the moon and it's like ah oh, that's great <laughs> you know or and yeah we've had our cup noodles in space which is pretty cool and uh, aside from that uh, everyone's kind of uh diverged and and come up with their own brand um you guys got any favorite cup noodles or, or instant noodle brands by any chance um mostly it it's Lakimi, if that if anyone would know <laughs> what Lakimi is. Oh, yeah, what is a, that? Um, it's an instant noodle noodles also. Um, local brand in the Philippines. Yeah, that one, Lucky Beef the Beef <laughs> Instant. Also, it's also like an instant noodles, and it's kind of good too. If that in that that moment when yep, you're very um, lazy to cook kind of lazy to cook and you're just going to boil them in the hot water and it's really good <laughs> it's more like the same one as mommy ah this done. one also and that's it canton <laughs> yeah what about you it's kind of like almost the same as maggie and yeah it's lucky um 
And it's a, it's a bit of a toss up, but I think as of late, um, I have, I'm very particular with, with regards to ramen, um, in terms of the noodle quantity, that's very important. I don't want to have, because typically one isn't enough and two is too much. So I have to find a brand that is a good amount of noodles that would sustain me. And then mm-hmm. the flavor packets, as well as, I think most of my ramen has to have some sort of spice. So I, I think my favorite ramen brand is Shin. It's my go-to oh, every single time. Oh, let's go. Oh, the it has the perfect amount of spice. It's fantastic. Saru. But Shin, A1. I actually keep seeing that in 7-Eleven, but I haven't mm-hmm. tried to taste that yet. <laughs> kind of, it's really it, but, good. But, but it's kind of good. Yeah, it is. With a lot of um flavors with additional flavors inside aside with eggs and I don't know some um sausages I guess. <laughs> yeah, I used Fantastic. to eat shin for yeah. for breakfast uh, before school. Sometimes that would be you know shin is the breakfast of champions, absolutely, and it's the noodles for champions. Yeah, and <laughs> I think that's definitely high on my uh instant noodles yeah. instant Ranking. ramen list. But if I were to pick a king, and this is from mm. all my Malaysian pals out there, it would be the Penang white curry instant noodles. Oh my God. That's, this stuff is on another level. It is quite amazing how much of the essence they've managed to capture um, from what is authentic in regards mm-hmm. to, you know, the... The, the sort of Penang uh, variety and also, you know, sort of laksa in general. I don't know how they mm-hmm. do it, really. It's it's really amazing how they manage to get the flavor as, as, as close. And they get it to a decent grade. And saying decent is actually a high compliment uh, in regards to that. And yeah, okay, I got to send this to you, man. <laughs> I got, I, that, that's how good it is. is. It I, not, I gotta... Can I ask, is it not that spicy or it's quite um a bit spicy <laughs> mm, i wouldn't say it's too spicy actually but again i'm i'm the wrong person to ask about this because about spice yeah being you know because being you know I, i'm actually originally from malaysia so mm-hmm. i you know for me you know spiciness runs in the family as well as durian so you're asking the wrong mm-hmm. guy in, in regards to <laughs> I don't, know, spice. I don't really eat durian at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? So... Oh, yeah. what I was going to ask is, it's more of a, it's more of an Indian curry and mm-hmm. not a like a sweet curry in terms of it's savory and, and somewhat spicy rather than you know, like Japanese sweet mm. curry or in terms of flavor profile, how how is it in terms of um, in terms of oh, um, I see, taste. I I see what you mean. Um, in, I'd in say it. Ah oh, man, I would say it's you're, you're kind of get you're kind of touching on first of all you know sort of Indian Indian you know curries because we're kind you know because Malaysia is kind of like a melting pot of culture so of course mm-hmm. we 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 definitely borrow from that so it has kind of that um sort of you know that sort of strong taste of masala and turmeric in there but it, it's a little bit softened because of the coconut milk. That is incorporated uh, with the broth 
that gives it a nice sort of silky, almost a silky smooth kind of broth vibe going on here, um, which is pretty nice. Uh, so yeah, I, I definitely have to try this. Yeah, me too. It, there's not there's not a lot of bite in it. It's so good, but you know there's mm-hmm. a lot of flavor profile in there, and it's it's something that you know if if you're familiar with Malaysian or Singapore cuisine, you know if you know if you know what mm-hmm. you know laksa, um, prawn mee, mm-hmm. that's the stuff. Really, that's the stuff uh, that you should definitely try. And uh, yeah, I think. I think you may be able to get this in in the Philippines, Lyra Kai. We're gonna have to talk later because I'm I'm I might, I might have to kick some of your way. <laughs> I ain't joking around, man. <laughs> like that's oh this God. stuff is is like quite. It's it blew my mind and it blew my mom's mind. And my mom's like super picky about it. You know, she's super picky about the the types of foods that are available, and so she's like, oh my God, this tastes authentic. Um, but yeah, it's it's you know, technology. What can I say? We've we've come a long way. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we've reached a point in the show where I'd like to actually open up uh, Q and A for Lyra early because afterwards we actually have another special treat that uh, from from okay. Lyra, if I, if I'm not mistaken, that's the signal, Lyra. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> don't worry about it it's gonna be great so if you have, if you have any questions for lyra yeah, yeah. Uh, from the audience we would love to answer them uh, at this point of the podcast so mk mad night asks have y'all cooked or made the listed foods before me personally absolutely what about you Lyra? um yeah i do but mostly i've learned it to my mom and my and youtube as well (laughs) um mostly all cooked (laughs) yeah (laughs) mostly just listen and then right after i look at on youtube and then like okay oh okay i already know what it what it goes so like i just added i just add all the ingredients i just put it down i just you know just cook it itself until it gets tasty then right after right after that oh it's kind of good <laughs> it's so it tastes so it really tastes it's really tasty like that okay um we have a question guys? from amon here oh what about me in terms of um, have you tried well, have you cooked foods, any of the foods that we listed uh, um considering it's it's i would have to say no for the most part considering it's a lot of um Malaysian, Indonesian inspired dishes. I, I can't mm-hmm. say that I've personally tried to cook many of them. I have dabbled in, in curries before because um, where I'm from, um, Indian curry is, is very prevalent. Um, mm-hmm. So Indian curries, definitely. But typically, my cooking expertise is somewhat limited. And if I do make something, it's usually Italian food for the most part. So I can't say that um, based wow. on the, <laughs> the long list of things that y'all have mentioned, I haven't cooked that mm-hmm. many. But I will very much so once once I move across um, and I'm living on my own, I'm definitely going to have to to rely on that. And I could definitely use some of these dishes because it seems very tasty and, and very straightforward to make for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, yeah. Very nice. Sorry, what was um, the question, Kais? Right. So I think Amon had a question um, Lyra, do you find it easy to try new foods? And I think that's a very, a very good question because some people 
they they find it very hard to to break out um, of like the, the norms of what they they used to. So, how is it for you? Um, internationally or some other is I mean, internationally, I would oh. I would like to assume that it's very unique and different foods yes. to what you're used to. So, do you find yourself struggling to if somebody suggests, "Oh, can you eat this?" Um, uh, I see. Eat I see. Drugs or I something like yeah, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah, I understand. I really like this question though. Um, <laughs> aside from Filipino food, yeah. Um, somehow, yeah, we've tried um biryani. Um, what else? Uh, was that the with the pita? Was that called? Uh, was it the Middle East? Middle East one? I forgot what's that. Um, what else? Uh, yes, we tried to eat pho, the Vietnamese food. Yeah, we tried cooking that, and it was a lot of ingredients. Yeah, it's I know it it, it would be kind of hard, but it's. Um, a lot of ingredients to put on and the vegetable roll thingy. Yeah, we did try that. And what else? I don't. I forgot what is. I I forgot what is called the pita. Was what is that again? Are you trying to say? <laughs> is it pita? Like pita flatbread, that kind of thing? Yeah, or, the pita and. Um, okay. Is that... is, are you talking about the? The dipping, the dipping thing where you take pita bread and you you dip it in sauce, or are you t- talking about like you know you you have some sort of toppings on the pita bread? The one from Middle East, I forgot what it's what is that? I know that there's a hummus that you <laughs> oh can God, get, you know. Around. Yeah, that right. one. Yes, that one. The hummus. hummus. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that one. Yeah, we tried eating that one. It's really good. Um. Yeah, it's really a lot. It takes a lot of kind of arts when the first time when we had trying some international food. Um, what else? And mostly Japanese and Korean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then Chinese as well. Yeah, uh, we tried um boiling. Was that the was that in China? What do you call that one? Do you see the the one in China? The boiling hot pot, right? Ah, yes, of course. Yeah, hot pot. Yes, yes, of course. Oh my god, I almost forgot that. Yeah, hot pot. We tried hot pot. It's really good. Yeah, and aside from, we're really into more tasting a lot of a lot of international foods aside from Filipino ones because yeah, we're all we're kind of all a lot of curious and (laughs) um and we have we love to taste it a lot. Hey, spicy. That sounds, I'm, I'm, ooh, spicy. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead, like. Your spicy hot pot? I guess. Oh, n- me? Yeah, yes, yeah. I Do did taste your... I did taste hot pot, and it's really, really good. <laughs> yeah, because for it me, I always. And a lot of um, food to boil. I always go for the, the, the mala, the Sichuan spice variety whenever oh. I do hot pot. I don't know what That's it is. Pretty adventurous. Yeah. <laughs> that would it. mean if it is like you're if if it is like you're sharing that with everybody, everybody would have to have that that tolerance for that um that spice. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Abs- absolutely. <laughs> okay, la- so Aaron asks. There was another question. Tra- was it the uh, from? No, Aaron? go ahead, DC. Oh my god. Yes, from Alan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no have thing. you ever tra- <laughs> have you ever tried Leshan? Lechen. Uh, a lot of Lichen? times. 
Lechon. 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 Wait, DC, you haven't, you haven't heard of it or tried it before? No, definitely, both, you know, uh, it's pretty straightforward. I look, I'm looking at an image of a, of a spit roast pig. I don't think... I did uh, post that before <laughs> in New Year. Yeah, that one, that one. That is what you call it, Sean. That's really po very popular in all in almost occasions, like could be birthdays, weddings, New Year's, Christmas, um, any kind of it. Yeah, mostly it's really popular, very popular, and a lot of Filipinos are, are eating that a lot. <laughs> Even if there's a fatty meat on that, they just... But then they just devour it inside their mouth. <laughs> Nothing else. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Even if it's kind of um, high, somehow cholesterol. So, yeah, it's yeah. on them. <laughs> but for me, I just have to remove the fats because it's really oily and um, very fatty food. So I just have to eat it like a minimum for me. <laughs> I remember watching, I believe, a documentary where they, they, they roasted this whole pig. And it, it was basically like a, a full course meal where they would have the, the, the pig itself on like this very large banana leaf. And yeah. then I believe it was in Hawaii and they would have like on the banana leaf, mm -hmm. they would have like rice, um, yes. like a pudding and a bunch of other mm -hmm. smaller dishes next mm -hmm. to it. And it was such a, a communal thing having a bunch of friends together and it was a celebratory mm -hmm. thing where you would take parts of the pig and you would typically eat the whole thing with your hands. So you would take scoops of the rice yes. and you know very other true. other little sides. And then I know particularly the air and the cheek of the lechon was like the, the best parts because that had the most flavor and stuff. So mm -hmm. I was always fascinated and I always wanted to try it. And when I tell you, it's extremely it's, crispy. Mm -hmm. Like once you see a, yeah, a video very, of very... it and people eating it, it's like uh, mouth water immediately kind of thing. So yeah, yeah it's good. To, it's good. You've had it Absolutely. a lot of times because I hear that it's, it's pretty expensive actually to, to have to the whole process of cooking that for several yeah, hours slowly. A lot of, um, yeah. Okay. yeah. So there are a lot of orders when it comes to Sure. Yeah. All right. If Do we have any other wait. questions? Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, wait. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think there is also in Malaysia or Indonesia also making lechon, but it's, I think it's just the, um, the cells that, the, uh, um, fat part itself and the meat one, but it, I think it's not the chun, but it's not called the chun. But I bet there's also some other in South Southeast Asian countries have also uh, um so called the chun, but that but that is not called. <laughs> I'm not sure if there's also some um if, because I I remember if I watched that video before, but they they speak kind of Bahasa. Indonesia or Malaysia? Indonesia or Malaysia? Yeah, that one. Hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, do we have any more other questions? I think we do. Uh, Lum Lumine, right? Lumine asks, when you learn to cook rice, do you or did you learn to cook by the old technique, so burning wood, or the modern technique, which is the one I go for, the rice cooker? Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. It's. Definitely a rice cooker, <laughs> not the burning wood. We haven't tried. I mean, yeah, we did try burning the burning wood when we when I was um Girl Scout. Yeah, it's really kind of fun, and a lot of my Girl Scout um Girl Scout group of friends of ours, we definitely try 
going is try go, um going into a I mean try an anode style of a with a firewood without cooking on a rice cooker. But now since I'm not a Girl Scout anymore and camping is not already part in on mine, yeah, it's still the um <laughs> yeah, it's still the rice cooker and the old technique with the finger. Yeah, just like Uncle Roger so, used to say a lot. <laughs> With the three, three times of washing their eyes. Ayah. <laughs> Uncle Roger. <laughs> that guy's good. Shout out to Nigel. Ang. He's a comedian. Yeah. He's, a, he's a great comedian. I didn't even know it was a, a whole routine until like I saw some of his other videos. And, and you know how he normally speaks. And I was like, damn. It's like a, a switch that he just goes straight to that character. And it's, it's so entertaining. <laughs> Yeah, very true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he apparently he's he's Malaysian, apparently. Yeah. So you guys have something wow. to be proud of. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's just yeah. like <laughs> he's, he's, I he's an idol. <laughs> yeah, Malay Malaysian idol. Do we have any more questions, Kaya? By the way. Um, I kind of looked through the chat, and I I don't think so. All right. Um, let me so let me just double means... check. Well, if there are no more questions, Lyle, yeah, I, I think, think we're that... good. I think it's time to uh, prepare for. Oh yeah, something very, very, very special uh, perform performance by Lyra herself. What will it? What will it be today, Lyra? Um, I think uh somehow something chilly and I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um. So. What I I hear that you you'd like to uh, have an attempt at a few songs, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> if that's what the audience want or not, I'm not sure. I think the audience is re is well prepared <laughs> right now. Put, they're all sending a they're lot of foods here. <laughs> they're they're shooting out the emotes. And by the way, this marks the end of uh the segment for our online listeners if you would like to hear the unedited version uh please come uh, see me or perhaps uh, we'll have a link up shortly but if you'd like to hear lyra's beautiful karaoke voice you got two oh options God. you can either find the unedited version or join us for the asian karaoke times where she'll be there hosting oh. you so if you're listening to the online portion, you're missing out. But have a good day. <laughs> so that ends the online portion of that section. Now this is the exclusive portion for people who are either listening Out live more, or after dark. <laughs> yeah, after dark or found our this this hidden link. So Lyra, what do you have for us today? What are you gonna sing? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe. An OPM song or an OPM song if that that is still an English but then but an English song if all if some guys if some of them are interested. You know what, Lyra? <laughs> the stage is yours. You you get to pick. <laughs> all right, um... Everyone give a hand for Lyra. Let's go. Woo. All the best. <laughs> do you need do you need some time to prep? Yeah, listen. Mm, wait. No, it's fine. Um, I'll think of something. <laughs> Quite not prepared, but I'm kind of a bit ready. <laughs> Wait, is, it, right. is this... Is recorded done or what? <laughs> Wait, I don't want to get copyright. 
Well, the well, the part for online listeners is done, but this is for the special audience who are currently listening and for the people who found the secret link to the unedited version. Hello, I see you. Yes, sir. Right. You're all good, Lyra. We won't be we won't be tackled by the the corporate agents at um, Spotify or Apple. So you can Meant to be verified. <laughs> Oh my god. Wait. So anytime uh, you're ready. <laughs> because of the ad, it's so annoying. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's the ad. <laughs> I hate the ad. Oh god, what? <laughs> right. So while Lyra's getting ready... Yeah, I'm gonna sing right now. <laughs> oh, here we go. Sorry you guys couldn't hear. <laughs> Let's just have to hear my voice. <laughs> I see you Beside me It's only a dream a vision of what used to be the laughter, the sorrow, pictures inside, leading to memories. What could I ever let you go? Is it too late to let you know? I try to run from your side, but each place I hide, it only reminds me of you. When I turn out all the lights, even the night, it only reminds me of you. That needed my freedom, that's what I've thought. I was a fool to believe my heart died. While you cried rivers of tears, but I was too blind to see everything we've been through before now it means so much more yeah i try to run from your sides but each place i hide it only reminds me of you when i turn out all the lights even the night it only reminds me of you. you. So come back to me. I'm down my knees. Boy, can't you see? Ah. 
How could I ever let you go? Is it too late to let you know? I tried to run from your sight, but each place I hide, it only reminds me of you. When I turn out all the lights, even the night, it only reminds me of you. I tried to run from your side, but each place I hide, it only reminds me of you. When I turn out all the lights, even the night, it only reminds me of you. It only reminds me of you. A big hand for Lyra, everybody. Let's go. <laughs> One more. <laughs> encore? Did I hear encore? Do I hear an encore, encore. from the audience? <laughs> I can't. I can't. He, I can't see those encores. Oh God! <laughs> looks like looks like you have an encore, Lyra. You got anything for? You got anything else for us? Do you guys want some Filipino again? <laughs> oh, do we have a request for Filipino songs? I think if we do. If there's one Filipino, please translate. Anyone? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you All so right, much. All right, again, Lara. The stage is yours. It's yours. <laughs> oh, God, please, no ads. Di kon inakala ang dumating din sa akin. Nung ako ay nanalangin ka ay batala na ubusan ng bakit. Ma Bakit umalis ng walang sabit? Bakit di siya lumaban kahit konti? Bakit di mahitamang dadhana? At nakita kita sa tapuan ni Bathala May kilang sa mata na di maintindihan Tumingin kung saan sinubukan kong lumisan At tumigil ang mundo Nung ako ituro mo 
Ah, my God. At hindi di mapaniwanag nangyari sa akin. Saksi ang lahat ng tala sa iyong pangalan. Paano nasagot lahat ng bakit di makapaniwala sa nangyari? Paano maitama ang tanhana nung nakita-kita sa tagpuan ni Bathala may kinang samata na di maintindihan tumingin kung saan sinubukan kong lumisan ah at tumigil ang mundo Nung ako'y ituro mo At hindi ka lumayo Nung ako'y yung Ako'y pinaglaban mo Ilang mundo Nung ako'y pinili mo Everybody, a big hand for Lyra once again with one heck of an encore. Hey, let's go. Oh my God. Look at that. What? Oh my goodness. My goodness. Oh, everybody. Lara's card. Okay, what? <laughs> everybody. Uh. Everybody. <laughs> is li everybody's listening and everybody loves it all right lyra anything else for our friends out here to end the night with anything else you have to say for one more encore and then there's you need to sleep it's so late <laughs> oh we're <laughs> ending the night with one more encore lyra you are on fire <laughs> just me <laughs> i think it's entertaining <laughs> All right, what do you have for us? Fine. <laughs> One more. <laughs> then it's done. <laughs> well, all right, once... That's the last song. What? Um, someone said they want the Filipino song. <laughs> they didn't translate it for you guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Shame on them. Well... Filipinos, why? <laughs> we have foreigners here. Back. How dare you? Force DC to sing with you. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, the synchronization is oh, going to be no. terrible. I could tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, fine. One more. One more Filipino song. <laughs> Lol. Man, you looks like you have fans in the audience. I want to hear oh my your voice God. again since Jeez, the karaoke event. <laughs> my goodness. Yeah, send send them oh. off with something nice. A grand finale. Whatever you please. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Filipinos, please translate for our friendly for our friendly hosts who are foreigners, please. And also in our servers. Please. <laughs> I beg you guys. I know we're all Filipinos there and please give with all due respect, um, translate that for them. <laughs> Alright, thank you. Alright. Lyra sending <laughs> us off. This song is called Paubaya, so like, any Filipino, please translate it for them. Thank you. Simulang magbago ang lahat Kailan nung ako'y di na naging sapat Pati mo sinabi nung una pa lang Ako ang kailangan Pero di ang Oh my god, song. <laughs> Kasama, pero hanap mo siya. At kung masaya sa feeling niya, hindi ko na bibilit pa. At ang hiling ko lang sa kanya. Magang paluhain at alagaan kanya. Paan natigil ang pagiging toto? Oo, sa tuwing nabanggit ang mahal mo ako Ba't di mo inamin na merong iba Ako ang kaya ka Pero paisip mo ka mo siya At kung masaya sa piling niya, 
Hindi ko na pipili pa At ang hingiling ko lang sa kanya Huwag kang paluhain At lalagaan kanya Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Joke <laughs> well, that, that concludes Give it up for Lyra, guys. I was just going to say, it's not a real karaoke unless the host has no understanding of when the song ends and prematurely interrupts the singer. All right, Kai, send us off. Thank you very much, Lyra, for those three songs. Um, Thank you so much. It was a very good, not a problem. It was a good rerun episode. We explored um, some similar topics, but a lot of different topics as well in terms of um, furthering your interest in in movies and 90s um, Mm -hmm. foods and stuff. So that was really good. Um, I'd like to thank everyone for sticking by in terms of uh, the, you know, the after dark unofficial karaoke stream that we had and yeah. sticking all the way through with regards to this episode um <laughs> it was a really great one and lyra we hope to see you again very soon because <laughs> the crowd loves you let's be real okay, well. sorry like go ahead <laughs> Guys, for all Filipinos out there, um, I just want to say, election is coming! Oh my god! <laughs> oh no. Guys, 2022, come on, let's see who will be the next president in our country, please! <laughs> please! <laughs> good luck to us, of, good luck to us to all, please, Vo- vote wisely. Political. <laughs> vote wisely for our next, con- for our next president in, our, in the Philippines. <laughs> now, I gotta say... And don't, don't vote Manny Pacquiao. Joke, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I got, now, I got to say, I got to put it clearly. It's technically a server rule to not talk about politics, but I do understand yeah, we don't, we don't the importance yeah, of, of voting. So, <laughs> yeah, just vote wisely, that's all. <laughs> and just yeah, that's so, what I'm going to say. <laughs> so, do, so I'll say that. this. Do, do your civic responsibility and go on and vote. doesn't matter who.
it's yeah, it, it is it yeah. is a given exactly. it is a given right that you have yeah, so that's true. all that's all i have to say about that not picking mm-hmm. any sides there yeah uh, no one right, no so, one just um, vote wisely that's all <laughs> mm-hmm. dc you have any closing words before we go into our um, special announcements for the evening Mm, no, I, I don't think I, I don't think you, I could top anything you've said, Kai. I think, Lyra, thank you so much, and thank you, Kai, for sticking thank around, so guys. Th- <laughs> thank you so much to everybody. We hope to see you on the next, uh, the next very special out of Mora. So, th- thank you all. This, an- this ends our segment. Have a good afternoon, a good morning, a good evening, and a good night. We'll see you 